Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic, a sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air, everywhere, back in the podcast dojo for a brand new weekend of the fifth hour with Ben Maller and Danny G Radio. The microphone throttler. Because four hours a night are not enough, especially when you don't do four hours a night. That's definitely not enough. And when you don't work Monday through Friday, that is also not enough. So it's eight days a week minus five days a week, but the podcast must go on, Danny G. So here we are behind these very powerful podcast microphones that we use every single weekend to provide the fifth hour. Well, your radio fans are just going to be very excited to hear your pipes come through their speakers or their headphones, um, you know, simply because you've been missing in action. And whether or not they got enough Bernie Fratto or whoever else filled in for you, that remains to be seen. But I did see one tweet that accused you of becoming soft in your older age as far as missing shifts. Yes, yes. I have become tremendously soft. I don't even prepare for the show (laughs) at all. I show up sometimes one minute before the show. Occasionally, Danny, I'll even show up a couple minutes after the show uh, (laughs) to to try to figure out what what I can do. And sometimes people notice I'm not there on time. Other times people don't notice I'm not there. It's a fascinating dynamic. Um, So most of the weekend podcast will be just about well, it's about us, Danny, but mostly about me. Uh, but it's about the uh, the travel from New York and stories that I have not told. These are stories that no one else has. Uh, ESPN doesn't have them. NBC, CBS, any of the other networks, they they all wish they had rights to these. We've got the exclusive rights. None of the other major networks have access to these stories. So we will provide them over the course of today and tomorrow. And I'm sure some will mix in to the Sunday podcast as well. It's just what we do here. That's what we do here. And really the main reason I went to New York was for content for the podcast. That's why. Yeah, it always helps to be able to find stories on your travels that actually lends to you making money while you're relaxing, not making money. Yes. And and one of the main reasons to do this podcast is so when I fill out my taxes and I put the deduction in and they say, well, you didn't do the show from there. I said, well, no, I'm doing the podcast. This is content for the podcast. 
Ergo, I would not have content for this podcast all weekend long without my trip. So please take that off my taxes when the time comes. Understand, eh? Uh, you really do look like an East Coast dude right now. Can we start with the fact that you're wearing an old school Patriots hat? Yeah, well, that, that there is a story to this hat. This is my travel hat. I just got back not that long ago. I did make it back. Uh, the airports, uh, I, I flew out of Newark in beautiful Elizabeth, New Jersey, and uh, not everyone made it out of Newark. Uh, I walked in there. You know, the, a bad sign when you walk into an airport, the first thing you see is the help desk, and the line is wrapped like it's uh, it's Christmas and people are trying to get those deals on TVs at Walmart, and they're just lined up as far as you can see at the help desk at the airport. And and hundreds of flights canceled. I, I I was very lucky. I got out of New York, or we would not be having the podcast that today that, that we're having because a lot of flights were canceled. Uh, the airline industry is complete shit, and the people running it. Uh, it's amazing. It's amazing. Anything gets accomplished. the uh, The decisions that are made. I, I can go, I can go on a rant on that. Uh, but on this on this Friday podcast, we've got Uncle Benny, but not Uncle Ben's because that got canceled. Fill in villain and scientifical with a brand new piece of audio production. That's the main reason we're doing scientifical. Uh, we have and, and scientifical could be uh, you know kind of a mix of uh, animal animal kingdom and scientifical. But we're going to call it scientifical because Ohio Al has come through yet again. But we start with Uncle Benny, not Uncle Ben's, because Uncle Ben's got canceled. You know, in the Wokesters back in 2020, they got to get they got to get rich. My my uh, Aunt Jemima pancakes went away. Uh, my Uncle Ben's rice uh, also went away. Uh, but Uncle Benny is still there, so I did make it back to the Big Apple, and that in and of itself a small miracle. Uh, and so, as we said, this weekend's podcast will be dedicated to some interesting tales from the Maller travel log the bizarre the outlandish the unorthodox things that happen that happen anytime you travel but especially a place like the big apple and as the old line goes from the tabloids the naked city never sleeps danny and the names have been changed to protect the guilty and for those that missed the first boat and i'm fascinated by this because the the retention and we've talked about the fact that when you do audio content, Danny, very little of it is actually remembered. Very small. It's like 20% of what we say is remembered. Tell me about it. I got three emails just the past two days asking about Roberto. I was just going to bring that up. I, my inbox was filled with a mix of, fuck you. Why are you not working with, why did you fire Roberto? When's Roberto coming back? Why has Roberto not been on? Uh, when's cooking with Roberto coming back? Uh, can Roberto still do cooking with Roberto if he's not working on the show? Uh, those, those, you know, those Let's add cooking with Roberto to our fifth hour podcast. Yes, yes. Can you do a cooking segment with Roberto on the podcast? All of that content. Um, so, but for the, for those that haven't been paying attention, maybe maybe you'll hear this edition of the podcast. I, the reason I was in New York. Uh, as Uncle Benny, not Uncle Ben, because that was canceled, but Uncle Benny, my niece, one of my nieces graduated from high school, which is which is two things. A, it's wonderful, and B, it's a sign I'm an old fuck. Uh, that's that's the other part of it. Uh, so it has it, this has been touch and go. Like originally, I was going, and then I was not going. We talked about this on the podcast yeah, in great detail because of your electrical box. Yes, I had an electrical panel. I, I changed insurance. The insurance company would not insure the Maller Mansion. They said the insurance uh, company would not pass the 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 paperwork through because the uh, the wiring was old and the electrical box and it was unsafe. It was a fire hazard. So that pretty much ate the travel fund that we had saved up and. So I announced I wasn't going. I had this whole plan. I was going to go to Maine. I was going to hang out and, and do the whole Northeast thing. And uh, you know, I then I said I can do it. And and then my brother, um, you know, 
I'll call it like it is. He gave me a guilt trip. Uh, so I uh, said, you know what? Okay. Yeah. You know, your, your niece is, uh, you know, be, you know, be a good uncle. And, you know, I'm far away and I see them only a few times a year. I've seen them since they were little kids, obviously, but I don't see them that often. And so uh, we pulled out the old credit cards and we went for it. And, uh, and then it was, it was rather hectic as most travel days are. I did the show Thursday into Friday. I left from the home studio in the North Woods and headed to LAX. Now, for normal people, Danny, uh, this was going to be a morning flight, first flight out in the morning. But when you have the schedule that I have, this is a red-eye flight because uh, I I usually sleep at the time the flight was taking off. And but it you know if you fly to the East Coast from the West Coast, it's really good to leave early because you get there, it's midday and. So by the time we got there, it was like three o'clock in the afternoon, which was great. There's a you know, sun doesn't go down till after eight, and uh, it's fine. So flew into JFK, flight was smooth. There wasn't much turbulence, um, but I did not get the full JetBlue experience. JetBlue is all about television, movies, Wi-Fi, all of that. Mile High Club. You got some of that too, sure. Why not? So, but there was no entertainment on my JetBlue flight. Now, the reason there was no entertainment is because uh, the the wife had booked us in exit row six. Oh, Do not sit in exit row six. There's no monitor. There's no uh, direct TV. There's no movies. There's no entertainment. Did you have extra leg room though? Oh yeah, that's that's the thing. You, they give you the extra leg room, but you don't get the other stuff. If you sit. On the other exit row, which we did on the way back to L.A., you get the leg room and the TV. Oh. Yeah. Big double. Difference. Yeah. Double, you, double. And I, I did not anticipate that we would not have these entertainment devices. And I couldn't – I cannot sleep. I am unable to get shut-eye on these flights. I've tried. I really have to be dead tired. And then even then, I only sleep for like 45 minutes at the most. And I'm like, you know, it's like half asleep, half awake. But anyway, uh, it was a long trip into the wild blue yonder of JetBlue. And we landed actually early before the scheduled arrival time in New York. And then this is the worst part of like flying to New York is you get there on time, you land, and then... The pilot says, uh, do not remove your seatbelts. Uh, we're, we're waiting to be cleared by the traffic control tower uh, to get to the gate because there's a lot of traffic on the taxiway. So we, it, it's ridiculous. So we got there early. We sit on the taxiway. JFK is all jammed up. We had to wait for other planes to depart so we could get to the gate. And uh, and it you know it was a long you know by the time we got to the gate it was past when we were supposed to be there and all that and then uh, so we got to the gate got off the plane whatever scrambled got our bags then they I had not been to JFK in a couple of years since the whole COVID thing they changed the taxi drop off point now I could have done Uber but I was like yeah you know get a taxi whatever the, the full New York thing and it was the same price there's a flat rate when you leave JFK they don't it's not like it's any cheaper to do Uber or whatever. So we then get in a taxi and sit in traffic from getting through Queens and, and all that and to get into Manhattan where I was staying. And it's it's the most fucked up system. Excuse my French. Uh, the the traffic in New York where they have like six lanes, but you got to get down to two lanes to get to the Midtown Tunnel to get into Manhattan. So it's a total bottleneck and i'm almost positive i could have walked and gotten faster to the place i needed to go it was bumper to bumper it took two hours from the airport after taking an extra like 45 minutes so by the time we got to this it was like three hours after we landed we got finally into the uh, the place we needed to be and uh tossed the bags down went Went to my brother's place. My brother, if you're familiar with Manhattan, Danny, he lives near the Union Square Park area, kind of uh, near NYU, that area, kind of on the border of the East Village, Gramercy Place or Park or whatever the, whatever the hell it's called. I don't even remember the name of it. Uh, and a few other neighborhoods are kind of like kind of converged on that area. Uh, and so so that's where I, I hung out. At, and we had dinner and 
By the time I, I got back to the hotel, though, I was on Jed who fled hours. I, I was up for over 24 hours. <laughs> Bunch of hookers in cocaine. I was like running the zombie Grand Prix or something like that. It was ridiculous. Uh, so crashed out. And, uh, and and I'd also like to thank the Chamber of Commerce, the Marching and Chowder Society of New York, because the pretty much the entire time I was there, humid and chance of showers. It did rain a little bit. It wasn't like a lot of rain, but it was kind of like that humid, muggy, sultry New York weather, which I I've had that before. But normally that's in July or August. It's not normally in in June, you know, that was a little pain in the ass. Um, so, so that was whatever. That was fine. Uh, so then on Saturday, that was the day that the party was scheduled for my niece, and it was you know it was fun. And my we were all hanging out. My my other niece was there from college. She goes to school in South Carolina, so she was hanging out, and uh, I had a fine time. It was good. You know, some ate some random bagels and other foods they had there. And I did get to see my cousin's day. I know you were concerned about my cousin, one of my cousins who I never see, who I grew up with when I was, we were little kids. And she lives in Fishkill out there in the in the burbs. In, this uh, one that ditched you at Disneyland? Yes, that is the one. That is, you remember, good memory. Yes, this is the one that would not see me because uh, I did not fit into her schedule. We went to meet her at two, that, what was it, downtown Disney. And she would not leave the park for t- you know twenty minutes to see me because they wanted to go on rides. Um, anyway, so I saw her. Put the hands up here. Ben Maller's right here. Yeah, Peter yeah. Pan. Ben Maller. Peter Pan. Ben Maller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, the people that clean up the reversal of fortune, uh, the the, uh, the spill at Disneyland or whatever. Those people are higher up than I am. Anyway, but yeah, you know, I saw her and her husband and her kids, and uh, it was nice to see them. She. She works in, uh, I don't know, she has like eyebrows or something. She has a little shop in Greenwich Village. Uh, or, uh, I think the uh, that, that's the town in a uh, really rich part on in Connecticut. We're like, yeah, yeah I think uh, Greenwich Village is where she's at. And I think that's the name. Anyway, anyway, she's like, her clients are like billionaires and crap like that. And they just like throw her tickets to Yankees and Mets games, like right behind home plate and all that. They just... You know, like, all right, well, good for you. Uh, I don't, you know, I have Marlins man. That's what I, uh, I see Marlins man. Sometimes he spoils me like that. Uh, that's it. So anyway, we hung out and it was nice. And uh, unsurprisingly though, Danny, uh, this is my favorite part is my, my niece, who I love to death. She's wonderful. She's great. Uh, did not seem to care that I was there. <laughs> my, my niece, who I went to see, you know, the one that's graduating high school, Typical teenager, teenage girl. She's like, yeah, you know, she's, yeah. it was, it was more of an inconvenience. Like almost like it was a piece of cake for you to go there. No big deal. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, she would rather be hanging out with her friends. She didn't want to, you know, and she's a bigger introvert than I am. So I get it. I understand. But it was, uh, it was like, wait a minute here. Hold on a second. <laughs> I mean, this is a, it's a big deal, uh, but my brother was very happy. So I guess it was more for him than, from them and uh, you know some other stories we'll tell over the course of the the weekend. She's going to college at a school, by the way, in Connecticut, but not UConn, uh, one of the smaller colleges there in Connecticut. So she'll be close by my brother, and she'll uh, it's just a train ride away from her home. Carried a headline really quick. You just yeah. rolled right over it. Said that you ate a bagel or two. Yeah, those, those New York bagels. I don't know what the hell they do, but. That was the best food I had there. And we and I even went out to some fancy schwanky New York restaurant. That couldn't touch the bagel. I I don't know. They were they were very good. I had the everything bagel. I had some sesame seed bagels. I'm the everything yeah. was the way to go, but uh yeah. Oh, you're not gonna pass the FSR drug test. Yes, I will I completely fail fail that. But uh yeah, I don't know. I mean it's uh you get a fresh bagel, it's uh it's outstanding. Although anything fresh is pretty good. Donuts, fresh, big, but yeah, the New York. Any, what was the number one food you ate while you were there? Uh, you know, it's, I, I didn't, I'm not a big pizza guy. I ate some pizza in Brooklyn, some other places, and it was fine. Uh, the bagels were pretty good. Ironically, I ate some really good Mediterranean food, 
which I did not expect was not on my bucket list, uh, but I did have some good Mediterranean food. I was there and you know, it's, it's a lot of scrambling around. So uh, you, you work up a sweat, you get hungry and then you got to take a lot of showers and crap like that. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion lounge or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Wild week in the Big Apple. So I I would like to thank that. And you addressed this at the beginning of this podcast. So I, I would like to thank my foot soldiers for being very understanding, for not sending me deranged messages in the inbox, uh, questioning, as uh, as you referenced, my grit, my work ethic, my machismo. Um, and uh, the the favorite, I think, was that you only work four hours a day. Why were you... Why were you not there? You, you just do four hours. You don't need vacation when you work four hours a day. Yeah. And uh, and, and, the, and the person's absolutely right, Dan. I just flip the microphone on. And yeah. Whatever thoughts come into my mind, I just say them. And, uh, you know, I, as I said, I sometimes I'll show up a couple minutes before the show. Sometimes I'll just show up late and just come walking in, smoking a bowl in the parking lot or whatever. Uh, and, uh, you know, I would never spend, you know, five, six, seven hours preparing for content for the show because who would do that? It's a radio show. You would never be prepared for a national radio show on hundreds of stations. Why would you do that? That would be so unprofessional to do that. People would look down upon me. So I do appreciate those people for for sending those messages, and uh, and also I, I would also like to appreciate the P ones for not saying anything negative, for being polite to the people that filled in for me, Bernie Fratto and Brian No, and uh, the people that worked very hard, and 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 I really thank them for being classy fans of mine and not being below the belt and uh, saying nasty, mean, hurtful things. I I think that's very kind of them. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so, so thank you for that. Very nice. Very, very nice of you. And, uh, the, the fill in villain though, I got to tell you this. So there, there is a proprietary blend, Danny, we'll call it a proprietary blend of herbs and spices. KFC called it the 11 herbs and spices, the secret recipe. And it's, as I, as I point out to people, some people despise the show that we do overnight. And I am told it's the worst show ever. It's lowbrow. It's terrible. It's horrible. How are you on the air? And then there's other people that that's all they want. They don't want anything else. And anything that is not our type of show uh, is is looked down upon, and people get very upset by that. And so uh, I am proud of the show that we do, but it is different than a lot of the other shows that are out there. 
And most of the people that fill in kind of do a more traditional type of show and they do things the way that everyone else does. And that's good. And that's management loves those type of shows. I try to do things my own way and uh, march to my own beat. If it's good, it's good. If not, don't get rid of me. You Uh, even have your own clock. Well, I I, I go by by Maller time, you know, by the clock, for the clock, plausibly all about the clock. That, that's kind of you know horns honking and all that whatever uh it, whatever works whatever whatever floats your boat there actually i think i'm the one that started that i i'm the one that hit the horn there so that, <laughs> oh see i hit the button there oh me. i heard her i heard horns going off outside in the parking lot and out here and i was like wait a minute i think see i, I pressed i'm holding this key here Good Friday morning to all your neighbors. Yeah, the, the horn's honking. I'm like, who would be honking their horn at this time? And then, wait a minute, I'm the one that did it. Wow, that's embarrassing. Anyway, <laughs> where, where was I, Danny? I don't even know where I was. Where where was I? I was in the mid mid thought. Oh, you were talking about the fill-in hosts. About the fill-in hosts, yes. Uh, I, I am fascinated by the misperceptions of people. First of all, the people that think that I am the one that handpicks the fill-in hosts. Love that one. Yeah. Well, that makes it makes a lot of sense. You stop and think about that. You're a big star. So, of course, you'd get to pick your fill in person. Yes, uh, that is absolutely. I I loved back when Jim Rome was the king of sports radio and Jim would always have the worst possible people fill in for him. Yeah, we've talked about this on the podcast. Yeah, and he did that intentionally because he did not want anyone to upstage him. He did. He never wanted the fill-in guy to be anywhere close to him as a as a host because he was worried, you know, he was going to take his audience away and all that. I am not that way at all. I don't. I I don't have any problem. I'm friends with Bernie. I don't really know Brian that well. I know Bernie. Friends with Bernie. Those guys do good work. They work hard. I got no control over anything. I barely have access to the building. I'm shocked when I put my thing in to get in the parking garage and it works most of the time. I'm I'm blown away by that. Say we lived in a dream world where our two bosses, Don and Scott, called you yeah. and said, Ben, we know you're packing for your big vacation. Who would you like to fill in for you? Yeah. And so then I would go, I would go in my head. I said, OK, let's see here. Who can we get to fill in for me? Can we get the I don't know the ghost of Vin Scully to come back and 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 do a, like a a virtual Vin Scully could do a night that would be different that would be fun you know we'll bring back some old uh, dead sportscasters and put them out there I have an idea we could call it the soup <laughs> oh there you go that's that's a fine idea <laughs> that's never been done before and was very successful over a decade ago it was very successful. Bring that back. That was critically acclaimed. That would be the way to do it. Absolutely there. Or I could just have Ryan Seacrest because he's getting every other job. Uh, we called that right here on the show. Yeah, the wheel. Of- yeah. What did I see about Vanna White, though, that she's threatening to leave unless she gets more money? Yeah, she has one more season on her contract. That means Seacrest would have worked with her for one year, but she wants half of what uh, Sajak was making to stay. So if you are producing the Wheel of Fortune, do you say we must have Vanna White? She is a cultural icon. We need her. Or do you say, why don't we just get rid of her? We'll have a fresh, it's going to be a new show anyway, so why not have some other hot woman uh, who's uh, younger come in there and she'll work for less, and and then we'll just start a new show. Well, it's interesting. I read a lot of the comments underneath this story when it was on TMZ this past week. And a lot of the current fans of the show were like, good for you, Vanna, like sticking up for her, like you deserve it. And then the the newer people that are going to follow Seacrest were like, who cares? Bring in a new girl to go with the new guy Seacrest, what you just said. So because they don't want to piss off their old audience, they might try to you know, work with her on this. We'll see what happens. Yeah, it's a, it's a temporary situation. Are are there hardcore Ryan Seacrest fans? Are there? I mean, I, there must be. He gets every job. I feel like he's just a safe choice. I I guess it's like 
there's like a list of certain people that are a big, big entertainment job. Do you think this must have been in the works for a long time? Like he left the TV job in New York. He must have known this was like something that was going to happen. I would assume that that morning show, that TV morning show he was doing that's on around brunch time. That show was a big deal. That used to be our guy, uh, the who wants to be a millionaire. Regis Philbin, right? That was yeah. They used to be Regis and Kathy Lee. So that was uh man. That's a a really quality time slot that he left. So we knew it. We were we were talking about that weeks ago. Like man, his agent knew something. Obviously heard about what was going on. Got got his client hired behind the scenes, probably with a handshake, you know, and then then moved him at his ass back to L.A. Yeah, it had it had to be done in, in you know through middle middle channels and all that back back in the day. So not that long, not that long ago. Uh, it's so- like how they have it set up ahead of time for you to take over for Cowherd. Yes, uh, Cowherd does not know that. But if he knew that, we'd have to kill him. So uh, that's why he doesn't know. In fact, Don Martin and Scott Shapiro, the people who run Fox Sports Radio, they don't even know that. <laughs> There's other people, very important people, like Roscoe the Parrot and and uh, and, and and also uh, Alf the Alien Opiner. Uh, those guys know. Other people, not so much. But they're aware. They know what's going on. We have a little time left, so let's get scientifical. We'll go into the Safari Kingdom. We'll get scientifical. And we have new production by request. And uh, Danny, I don't know if you've had a chance to hear this yet or not. I have. This is the first time I'm going to press the button for the show, though. Okay, so our we said last week. I in a haze. I was so I was I was hustling to get everything done with the podcast, and I had mentioned in passing, "Hey, let's go, let's play the audio." You know, we have we have a big open scientifical jingle, and then Danny, you pointed out, "Hey, numb nuts." There's no scientifical opening. What's wrong with you? And sure enough, Ohio Al says that he heard the bat signal go up. He jumped into the bat cave and he made Alfred the butler make him a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And then he whipped up the little ditty. So, Danny, you have the honors. Go ahead. Hit that button right there and then we'll get scientifical. All right, very good. Thank you. I feel dizzy. To our to our friend Ohio Al. Turn up the reverb. Has come through yet again. Turn it down. And how much does Ohio Al get paid for this, Danny? Uh, He gets paid the same amount. As you get paid to listen, nothing. Um, but he's a friend of the show, and so we thank Ohio Al. Last invoice said free ninety nine on it. Yes, there's a lot of that, and uh, well, we, I think pat on the back. Yes, yeah, yeah. gold star. Yeah. In hip hop, they call it top billing. He gets top billing. Yeah, congratulations, congratulations. So these are scientifical mixed in with animal stories. We'll combine Safari Kingdom and scientifical. And uh, how about this one? Uh, Paddleboarders crossing from the Bahamas into Florida were stalked by a massive hammerhead shark. Oh, I saw this. Yeah, those hammerheads, man. These are the ones that have like the one eye is over here in Maine and the other eye is over in Washington State. (laughs) It's a really weird looking deal, man. (laughs) Really wild looking thing, but uh, they were crossing around a charity, an annual a charity event there, and they crossed in from the Bahamas to Florida to raise awareness and money for a charity. And the hammerheads were like, "Hey, we'd like to raise awareness, and we would like to spook you," is what we would would like to do. And of course, as with everything these days, there is video of said incident. And you can see, have you? I don't know if you've seen the video or not, Danny, but the paddleboarders are doing their thing. And right behind them, you see the hammerheads. And they just, uh, la, 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 la. Do you think they were looking for dinner there or lunch? Probably lunch. The sun was up. So maybe they were looking for a bite to eat. I have seen this video. 
I think they were looking for a snack. That's what it looks like. And then one thing, too, that stands out about the hammerhead, doesn't it kind of look like closely related to a dinosaur? Yeah. yeah, Dinosaur family. Yeah. That's a gnarly mouth, too. This is a very rare sighting. You don't normally see these. But I would say if you normally swim between the Bahamas and Florida, you'd probably see these things all the time, right? We're just not normally in that area. Uh, but what do I know? I just you know, do a podcast, so who the hell knows? I have no idea. Uh, what is next on Scientific? Uh, let's get Scientific and Safari Kingdom combined. How about this one from Louisiana? Did this come up in conversation on Covino and Rich this week? A dog alerting a family in Louisiana that there was a five-foot alligator in the house. It had come through the doggy door. <laughs> and was just wandering around the house and people <laughs> yeah wow how about that <laughs> couple in Louisiana they thought there was a burglar that broke into their home they were awakened they were startled uh, in the night that the, the dog there and this couple had just moved from Arizona to a town in Louisiana small town of Louisiana and uh, they said last week they were they were treated to what they called the full Cajun experience, Danny. And uh, their dog Caucasian or full Cajun? Well, whatever floats your boat. But they were awakened by a panda, by panda, not a panda, but their dog panda, a seven year old Australian cattle dog. I got to tell you, my dog Bella would not have given a shit about the about the alligator. Would have just like kept sleeping. You might have took the shit on it. That's true. That would have been the only defense system. Probably wouldn't even bark. <laughs> and they, these people said their dog panda growled a deep throat grumble, uh woke up the wife, tapped uh, the tapped uh, the husband on the on the back and of course the the dude wandered over there. He uh headed down the hall to check and bam, a 5-foot reptile had gone through the doggy door and was uh, cruising around. These people have clearly never seen even one episode of The Walking Dead. I'm not having any openings on my house out to the the yeah. yard. None. Zero. Not even something that size. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty nuts. Like, we have a doggy door here. I don't even really worry about it, but you're right. You know, any it's not just for dogs. The animals don't follow the rules, Danny, right? I mean, you could just watch. Well, I sent you a photo of the gator. It's it's a small gator, but that, I mean, if you saw that, you'd still be a little freaked out, right? I mean, it's not, it's small, but it's still, it's big enough it could take a big chunk of your leg out. It could probably eat your foot, I would think. Uh, you know, it's just, eh, whatever. Why not? So there you go. They called 911. They sent the wildlife and fisheries officer to the house, captured the gator, but apparently did not did not go quietly. Yeah. The alligator was very upset and uh, was making a call, all kinds of noise there and screaming and shouting and and all that. How would that how would you like that as your job? You're just hanging out in Louisiana and you're waiting for people to call you because a gator got in their house and uh man Who you call so what do you do with the doggy door there at that point like what's your move you gotta close the doggy door or yeah, you're gonna have to close that up yep yeah arf, arf, arf. all right there are some things that are too good to keep a secret like how your amex platinum card helps you have the perfect trip i'd like to check into the centurion lounge or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Uh, what else do we have? Let's see here. Let's get scientifical. Uh, here's a study on music and birds. I don't know how much I believe this on Let's Get Scientifical. A new study out shows that one hit wonder, a one hit wonder has to change his tune to attract a mate. And it says male birds that are able to repeat song notes precisely stand the best chance of attracting a female mate This is from Lancaster University. Over two years, researchers recorded and analyzed over 7,000 songs of, (laughs) oh boy, I've never heard of this breed of a bird, wild blue tits. Uh, Have you ever heard of that? That's what it says here. That's the name, apparently, of the, that's quite the bird. Let me, uh, let me look that up here. That can't be right, can it? I mean, that's what it says. I'm I'm reading it off the science uh, report here. Yeah, that's apparently a thing. Wild blue tits. Come on in, man. That's the name of the that's the name of the bird. Yeah, and if you type that into Google, it's also the name of a whole genre on Pornhub. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you can get your your uh, deal there. Wow. <laughs> I guess we know which scientists, uh, what was on their mind when they named the wild blue tit. Uh, that is, that's a good looking bird. It's, I'm looking at a photo of it. And it's, that doesn't make sense. The tits are yellow. <laughs> I know. It's the head's blue and then the face is white and then the body's yellow. The tits would be yellow, but it's called the wild blue. To be the wild yellow tits. I don't I don't get it, man. I don't understand. Anyway, get to the point, please. All right, I'm sorry. I got distracted there. Uh, and so uh, with that, uh, so two years, they analyzed 7,000 songs of wild blue tits breeding in closely monitored nest boxes. Boy, they're really creeping out there. They devised an experiment which involved playing song recordings to receptive females and discovered that male vocal consistency Repeating the same pattern of notes with high precision was the key song feature that made females sexually excited. So these scientists think they know what got the ladies excited there. They think they know. Hey, baby, come on in. Yeah, how about that? So I guess it helps you out if you're a bird. That'll that'll help you out. If you're a blue tit, it'll help you get some other blue tits, I guess. But uh, anyway, there you go. Fun, 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 fun. What else do we have? Uh, well, uh, this is something we are concerned about, Danny, on Scientifical, but it has happened in New Zealand. A Their version of the FCC getting very upset. I don't know if this came up on Covino and Rich this week, but a New Zealand broadcaster has been reprimanded over graphic images of dolphins mating. Yeah, that's uh, a problem here. On a series called Our Big Blue Backyard, the program was denounced for distressing younger viewers as it showed scenes of aggressive uh, aggressive gang of young males who took turns attacking a trapped female dolphin. And uh, it, was, it was a brutal assault, according to the New Zealand Herald. Oh. Uh, they said in a government watchdog group, has said that the broadcast company went too far. The BSA, the Broadcasting Standards Authority, has chastised the station. They said the sinister music 
language used by the narrator and the audio of the dolphin cries, which could repeatedly have been interpreted as a distress cry of the female, and they added dramatized tension to the scene. So they're very they're very upset by this, Danny. So sounds like all of our American reality TV shows. Pretty much. That's uh, that's true. But Wait, you said they were abusing it. Were they trying to mate with it or were they? Uh, well, I didn't see the clip, Danny, so I don't know exactly what was going on. All I know is the description of the clip said they, uh, the gang of young males took turns attacking a trapped female. Right. So I don't know what, I don't know what that particularly means, but, uh, they got in trouble in New Zealand. So got to be careful on that. Get, get in trouble there. Can't do it. Cannot do it. Uh, well, third rail, my man. Oh, man, you got to stay away from that. I got a couple more, and then we'll get out. Uh, two more. This is the story of the week. If Are you into taxidermy? Are you? No, I'm not either. Some people love it, though. There's a person that's making a living as a taxidermist, and this person makes piggy banks out of pigs. Yeah. Like, you can have a piggy bank out of a real pig. So... So if you had a pet pig, you send it in and they they turn it into a real piggy bank? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's according to this, this is a 38-year-old woman, and she transforms dead piglets into real piggy banks. Uh, she's in Arizona. You know, it's a regular woman. You know, mother's got kids and all that, and she's... she's Wait, so are these random piglets that she's using? Uh, let me see what it says here. Oh, it's kind of... Oh, boy. It's a little, a little creepy. I'm looking at the. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, it's a little much. Uh, she says she used to be a hairdresser. She sh- she found a passion for taxidermy. Come on. How does one find a passion for taxidermy? Okay. Uh, she says working on the piggy bank is uh, labor intensive. You have to cut through uh, a special process. She explained and all that. Uh, yeah, I, I just not. I don't. Maybe it says it. I, I'm, I'm missing it, but wow, that's a little much. See, I think a piggy bank's supposed to be like a cartoonish pig, like a pink cartoonish pig, or you should be able to shatter it with a hammer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she says her two young children fell in love with the piggy bank and, and enjoyed putting money in. She ended up uh, selling selling that one, so now she makes and. Uh, Wow. Okay. Well, hey. All right, freak. There you go. Whatever, whatever gets you through the day. Knock yourself out. A little side hustle there. Send your pig in. A uh, last one on Scientifical. Uh, what money? What, what money coming from anywhere? I guess we'll call this one money from anywhere. And uh, this uh, comes from a whale's colon. You can get rich out of a whale's colon. Uh, Danny, uh, say what? Uh, something in there that scientists want well not necessarily scientists but the vomit that was discovered inside a whale's colon is tremendously valuable uh a lump of vomit is estimated to be worth over two hundred fifty thousand dollars. it was found inside a beached sperm whale that popped up in the Canary Islands last month. The whale died uh, in the, a nearly 20-pound chunk of whale vomit. Uh, apparently, it caused an inflammation in the colon, whatever. And uh, scientists, experts at the, at the university there examined it, and it, it's they claim that this substance, converted substance, is thought, sought by the perfume companies to make the scent of their product last longer. How and who figured that out? I know, right? You can ask that I about stumbled it. on something. Who did that? I know, right? Yeah, it says that it's is secreted from the animal's bile duct in the intestines. But this is this is such a big percentage of this stuff. It is estimated only one percent of sperm whales are actually capable of secreting the substance, and the exact origin is still a mystery to scientists. 
It's believed the pungent material is formed when the whales eat irritants such as beak and produce, uh, other random things. And so they don't even know. It's not every whale has it. Only some of them do. And so there you go. Due to the rarity of the puke, a gram of this stuff is worth $27 while a pound could get 10000 and they ask, there's so much of this stuff in this dead whale, it's $250,000. It's illegal to kill sperm whales almost anywhere on the in the planet as they're an endangered species. So, oh, my God, I'm looking at a photo of it. Holy shit. The whale puke hunters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's coming to a TV near you, coming to YouTube. Look at this stuff. Send this to, to your wife and see if... She wants to put on her perfume there. Is that stuff in cologne too? It must be, right? Is it just perfume? I don't know. But uh, that's that's what's in there. That, Nasty. Nice big blob of orange, orange gunk. It looks like overcooked orange chicken from Panda Express. <laughs> it does. Rotting in the Arizona sun for two years. That had chocolate sauce poured on top of it for some yeah. reason. Uh, yeah. It does look like a piece of orange chicken. Yeah, that's a good call. Anyway, we'll get out on that. And, Danny, it's Friday. I got nothing going on today. I'm, I'm chilling, hanging out. What do you got going on? Lucky dog for one more day for you. Um, yeah, we got the uh, afternoon fun, Friday fun for Covino and Rich, 2 to 4 p.m. on the west side, and that's 5 to 7 p.m. where you just came from, New York City. Big Apple. All right. Have a wonderful rest of your Friday. I'll have more tales from the Naked City on the Saturday podcast, including something that I have never done. I've gone to New York as a you know visitor. I've had family there. I've gone for almost 30 years, and I did something this time I had never done before in New York, and we'll have that story. And, Danny, again, nobody else has this story. It is a podcast exclusive. And we'll have that on the Saturday podcast. I'm going to have Marcel tweet that out right now. Yes. <laughs> yes, the great Marcel in Brooklyn. We'll catch you then. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your Friday. We'll talk to you next time. Pasta, pasta. Got a murder. Got to go. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.